Welcome to the Trailblazers Podcast, Episode 4 with Pat Flynn. You're listening to the Trailblazers Podcast, where we will explore the stories of successful Black professionals. Join us as we highlight the knowledge, resources, and tools of these accomplished trailblazers to help provide the know-how, confidence, and motivation you need to blaze your trail. And now, here's your host, Stephen Hart. Hi guys, welcome back to episode four. So today's episode is a lot out of the ordinary and totally not planned. I'll take a couple minutes to set the stage for today's interview before we get going. And it all makes sense after you hear this really amazing story. So don't skip ahead as I want you to hear me out before you listen to the interview. So less than two weeks ago, I found myself in San Diego and I was attending my very first Traffic and Conversion Summit. It's a marketing conference that drew nearly 4,000 marketing agency owners and digital marketers from all over the globe. It was a very busy week learning all the latest and greatest that is happening in, in the world of marketing. Now, I had no idea who was speaking at the conference before I signed up for um, the early early bird discount, right? Early discount pricing. But when I did find out that my internet mentor and one of the people who I respect most online, Mr. Pat Flynn of the Smart Passive Income blog and podcast was going to be at TNC, you best believe I circled his name and I knew there was nothing that would stop me from listening to his, his session, his, him speaking. And so a week prior to TNC, Pat's second book, Will It Fly, was launched and I had pre-ordered it and um, I received my copy about three days before my flight out to California and was able to start reading it on my flight out. So TNC is a three-day conference and Pat's talk is on the morning of the last day. And so I wasn't thinking that on my return from lunch on the first day, I'd bump into Pat in the hotel's, hotel's lobby and act like a 16-year-old groupie that got to meet their celebrity face-to-face. And yes, I was totally like, oh my gosh, you're Pat Flynn. And no, he didn't call security. Um, We actually had a brief four-minute conversation where I was able to express my sincere gratitude for him doing uh, his free podcasting tutorial, which without that tutorial, um, that was my guide to get through a massive amount of the setup necessary for putting the Trailblazers podcast together. And so I was able to exchange, well, give him my business card and, you know, express my thanks. And I headed, you know, back to my training, super excited, but in my head, hoping, you know, I didn't still have lunch stuck in my teeth. Right. <laughs> and so the final day rolls around. And before Pat's talk, I was able to get him, you know, with and, and without saying my name again, um, get him to autograph my book. And he autographed, you know, thanks, Stephen. And, you know, here's another groupie moment in my head. I'm thinking to myself, he remembered my name. (laughs) And so I got my autograph and I got a selfie and the day was great. How could it ever get any better? Well, I leave Pat's talk. I run back to my hotel room to check out of my room and before, before heading to lunch. And as I was about to leave my room, I hear a text ping on my cell. And so I, I open my cell and it, it reads, Stephen, you won 15 minutes with Pat Flynn. Please come by the Buzzsprout booth right now. Then almost immediately, a second ping. Please respond to this text that you're on your way. Wait, wait, what? <laughs> yes, I'm jumping up and down in my hotel room. I'm struggling not to drop the phone from my hands shaking. 
and I managed to type on the way before running faster than you seen bolt down the hall of the, the floor to make it to back to the convention area. And so I'm on this elevator ride down. I'm excited. I'm freaking out at the same time. I won 50 minutes with one of the biggest web marketing and entrepreneurial inspirations of my lifetime. And at the same time, I'm thinking, what am I going to ask him? I had nothing prepared. And by the time I made it to the booth, Pat was ready to go. So with every ounce of excitement and fear, I stepped into the booth and recorded what you're about to hear. I normally edit a little of each episode to clean up things, but for today's episode, I'm going to give it to you 100% live and unedited. I will apologize for the background noise. Again, we were in a small booth, um, seated maybe three feet from each other with mic and headsets on, but while hundreds of people are walking around or glass enclosed booth with the top open. And so I didn't realize how much background noise there was. So you'll hear some noise. Um, I know my voice is a little low, but Pat's voice is just fine. And if you listen into what he's got to share, you will be just fine. You'll get so much from this episode. So here it is, me in all my super shaky voice. Enjoy. Hello and welcome to the Trailblazers podcast. I have a very super special guest on the show today, none other than my internet idol, uh, Pat Flynn of the Smart Passive Income podcast. What's up? <laughs> and we're here live at Traffic and Conversion Summit. And it's interesting that this would play out the way it did. Um, I've thought about podcasting for so long and for many of you who don't know Pat or the Smart Passive Income Podcast, Pat's somebody that um, got laid off of his job back in 2008 as an architect and decided to begin helping people who wanted to explore the idea of entrepreneurship and small business. And over the last six years, there's no one that has had a greater influence on me than Pat um, in the internet sphere. And um, it just randomly happened that I got to sit with Pat here in this interview. And so thank you so much for being here at Traffic and Conversion Summit. Totally. Yeah, no, happy to be here. Super stoked to talk to you. We've talked a little bit before uh, you know, this. We even saw each other yesterday. You handed me your business card. I mean, this is really cool. So I'm, I'm excited to chat. So Pat, the concept behind the Trailblazers podcast is for us to share the successful stories of black professionals, entrepreneurs, and corporate leaders. I know you're half Filipino, mm -hmm. so we're going to claim you as half black. Okay, I'm down. <laughs> hey, they say that Filipinos are the black Asians. That's what they That's say. Right. <laughs> That's what I heard. Uh, but anyway, no, whatever I can do to help you and your audience, I'm here for you. So one of the things, I don't need to tell anyone about Pat Flynn. Um, you're all over the media, but tell me something that we don't know about you that's not scripted for media, but 100% Pat. Well, I mean, uh, you know that I share almost everything uh, because I'm just very open and honest and authentic on my blog and my podcast. Uh, one thing I think a lot of people don't really know about me, they might be able to decipher this, but you know, I'm very competitive. Um, I used to play sports a lot and I have a super high competitive nature. 
And, you know, it's interesting because ever since my wife and I got married and, you know, we had kids, we have two kids now, I haven't been able to, you know, do sports or anything because I've sacrificed that to spend more time with the kids and to grow the business and whatnot. So I actually use that competitive nature in my business. And I always compete with myself. I, I love, uh, you know, hacking through things and actually playing games with myself. Gamification of stuff is what helps me more than anything. So whenever I try to accomplish a goal, I always gamify it. I put numbers to it and I try to see how I can progress. And actually the interesting thing last year was my big goal, again, related to competition was triathlons. And I did two triathlons last year and I definitely improved from one to the next. This year, this might sound kind of interesting, my fitness goal, because I always have like one fitness goal every year last year was a triathlons. This year is to touch the rim of a regulation height basketball. Wow. So 10 foot. And if you're on my Instagram, at Pat Flynn, you might have seen a few pictures of me jumping because I'm really working on this. I want to be, I want to be Spud Webb. You know, I'm 5'8", <laughs> I'm and I'm learning. I'm actually, you know, whenever I'm going into something, I go big because, again, I'm, I'm a competitor. I need that edge. So I actually hired a trainer to help me with, your jumping. Jump with my jumping. Wow. And I've already increased about eight inches really? since I started, uh, even just a month ago. Yeah. I mean, a lot of it in the beginning is, is, is form and technique, and I've picked up eight inches uh, doing that. So I'm really close. I'm actually three inches from the rim now. And so I'm like, wow, I might, I might get there way before the end of the year. What if I could dunk? And then I'm like, well, I have small hands. I won't be able to palm the ball. But at least I'll be able to get some rebounds or something. I don't know. Right. I play a lot of pickup basketball. So. There's so much that we can pick up from you on the blog. As you said a moment ago, you're so transparent about process with everything that you're doing, what works, what doesn't work. But... For those of us that follow you, we know you're also a very active father and husband. And I too am a very active father and husband. I have two young kids. Could you share some of the success, a couple of success tips as a parent? Um, maybe that, you know, as an entrepreneur, right? That, that balance, that difficult balance between always having to be active in your business, but yet you echoed um, some of it today in your, your talk. Some of the principles you're laying for your son. Yeah. And I'm sure just likewise for your daughter as well. Can you speak to that? Yeah, I mean, a lot of us who have kids know that our kids are sponges, right? And they look up to us. And so one of my big things that I do, even online, um, but also especially at home, is I lead by example. So when I tell my son to do something, I, it's not just coming out of nowhere. I also follow the same rules. And I think that's really important too. But as an entrepreneur, it's interesting because you learn these things that not a lot of people know that help better yourself, you know, self-improvement, personal development, that sort of thing. So there's a lot of things that I've learned as an entrepreneur that I instill my son as much as I can. For example, failure. Failure is huge. And when, when you go to school in a traditional setting, you know, you're kind of taught that failure is bad. Mm -hmm. But as an entrepreneur, you realize that failure is actually good. It means that you're trying and it just didn't work that time. Mm -hmm. And you take what happened and you figure it out to see if you can make it work the next time. So for my son, one of the big things that we're trying to teach him is it's not I can't. It's I can't yet. Mm -hmm. That yet part is so important. Mm -hmm. Right. And it keeps them going and it helps them figure it out. And over time, just these little small things, you know, failure is okay, that it's okay to fail as long as you learn. What did you learn from that experience? How are you solving this problem? That's another thing. We have this thing called the complaint jar at home where whenever he complains about something, we take money out of his wallet that he's earned from uh, other things like uh, commission from chores and stuff. Uh, we don't just give him allowance. We make him earn it. But if he complains about something, we take a quarter out. We put it in the jar and it's, it's a mason jar so it's loud, it's clinky and it's, there's like this whole dramatic thing, right? Just so it sticks with them. But 
if before he complains about something, he tries to figure out how to solve it, even if he doesn't solve it, but he's trying to figure it out, <laughs> then we take that quarter back and put it in his wallet. So it's kind of just teaching him that, you know, things aren't always going to go right, but if you just complain about it, it's not going to solve any problems. Mm-hmm. And really those entrepreneurial spirits are, I'm trying to just instill on him and he's catching on. I mean, he's only six, but he, he he's getting it, you know, and it's, it's not all the time, but as long as you just practice this and lead by example, they're going to get it. And right. it's, it's really cool. I'm excited to see what he ends up doing. He's actually very, a very curious mind. And the same thing's happening with our daughter now. She's only three, but she's learning from brother. Right. You know, she wants to do everything he does so it's important that I start with him so that she can pick up from him so you touched on failure a moment ago Um, you've had some great successes with smart passive income could you talk to me about maybe a recent failure that you struggled with how long do we have we do we have like 10 hours to talk about all my failures like seriously I just I mean you know highlight maybe something that doesn't have to be a major you know but a challenge a bump in the road and and how you overcame it and continue to push forward yeah well I mean a couple of years ago I had a couple of friends who were software developers mm-hmm. and they created some WordPress plugins WordPress is a blogging platform and you could install these plugins that help you do these things kind of out of the box and uh, some of these plugins people pay for so these two friends who didn't know each other there's both doing this at the same time in different kind of realms the softwares that they were building were different they both launched within a month from each other and both of them had made over six figures in a month after launching and it just blew me away because I was the blogger I was the content provider and here they were making products and software and people were excited about it and the cool thing about software is like when people pay for it they get what they pay for right away as opposed to information which is like you know they have to consume it then put it into action and even then the results may vary Uh, so the software thing excited me it excited me so much that I jumped into it way too fast. Mm-hmm. I found a developer. I just came up with two ideas on the fly, and I paid this developer fifteen grand because I had money in the bank from my other business. I was like, "Boom, we're gonna do this. We're gonna go big." You know, dollar signs out of my eyes, and it was such a huge mistake because I never even brought those products to market. Mm-hmm. There were a number of things that happened there. First of all, I tried to do two at the same time, which is never a good thing. You know, always focus on one at a time. That's how greedy I was. I've, I found that if I try to make money first before serving people, it never works out. So now I know I've learned my lesson. That was like a $15,000 lesson. Figure out what you can do to solve a problem first and then provide those solutions. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, another thing I did wrong was, again, I rushed into it. So I didn't even fully flesh out what those ideas were. So when trying to tell somebody what I want when I don't even know what I want myself, it's impossible. So what was supposed to take on, on the quote, you know, uh, four weeks or five weeks to, to finish took three months and a lot of extra dollars. And again, by the time I actually ended up with something, finally, here's the sad part. I shared it with a couple friends after it was built and they were like, meh, it's all right. And I was like, what? Like, this is revolutionary. They're like, no, I mean, this isn't, this isn't that impressive. Mm. So I'd spent $15,000 on something that I thought was going to be the coolest thing in the world. And because I kept it secret and waited until after I built it, I discovered that I had just lost $15,000. Right. I could have just came to my friends with that idea first and be like, hey, what do you guys think of this? Right. And it would have been very easy for me to tell right away through that validation process, well, that's not a good idea. Or I could have people help me through it to make it even better. So that that's one uh, sort of fairly recent uh, failure lesson. Uh, there's, there's been many, many, many others too. Um, but it's always a learning process. You know, the only true failure is giving up. Right. And so I've always, whenever I come to a roadblock, I assess the situation. I try to step back. And oftentimes even that 
it doesn't help because I'm just so involved in whatever it is I'm doing. So one of the things I do whenever I reach a stopping point is I go to other people. I have a mastermind group, two of them actually. They meet weekly and these are these are people who I care about. I know about their business. I help them when they need help and they help me when I need help. And we trust each other. We're brutally honest with each other. And that, more than anything, has helped me through those tar- tough times. Wow. So you've authored your second book. Yeah. Will It Fly? And many, uh, for those listening, many of what uh, the stories Pat is sharing with you right now, you'll find in the books. So mm-hmm. It's definitely get into it. Um, what, what have you gained from the second go at authoring a book? Well, the first book, which is called Let Go, is more of a biography or autobiography of how I got laid off from architecture to then becoming an entrepreneur. And that was actually pretty easy to write because it was just my story. This book, Will It Fly, is more of a traditional nonfiction book. It's self-published, so it's not traditional in that sense, but it's traditional in that you know it's just a book that people can use to help them grow their business. And it was a massive challenge for me because I wanted it to be perfect. You know, I would set these high standards for myself, which is good. You want to set high standards, but if you if you if they're so high that you you never do anything because you're trying to be perfect, it can't reach it. You can't ever, never. And so. One of the things I actually struggled with when writing it was I tried to be like some of my favorite authors. One of my favorite authors is Malcolm Gladwell. Mm -hmm. And I tried to do all this research. Like he's so good at doing research and putting that together for good use, right? So I did all this research on market validation and business and I was reading all these really super long dense reports from business schools. It was just draining me, right? And you know, I would come up with something and write a couple chapters here and there. And then I would share them with people and they're like, this isn't you. Like this is not you. This is you trying to be Malcolm Gladwell. But it's this is this doesn't have the voice that you have on your podcast. It doesn't have the voice that you have in your blog. Just write you. And that's where, I mean, you, you checked out the book, right? There's a lot of personal stories in there. There's a lot of lessons learned from these failures. And um, that has been incredibly responded to because it's more me. And it's not as scientific. It's not as study-based. But that's not who I am. I am experience-based. And that's what I share in the book. I think you did an excellent job opening with your son. Thank you. Because I feel like he's a part of the brand. I feel almost as a listener, I'm following your journey, but also you as a father with him. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was great. And I recommend anyone listening to this this episode to make sure you go on, jump on Amazon or head out to a bookstore and get that book. Thanks, man. Um, if you could, we have a, a, just a couple more, couple more minutes. Could you maybe share an inspiring message with a budding entrepreneur, someone that maybe is working in the corporate world right now, giving thought to taking that jump? Um, and maybe a plug for Will It, will it Fly in that regard. Thanks, man. Well, for Will It Fly, I don't want to talk too much about it. I mean, I'm not here to promote the book. Uh, willitflybook.com is where you would pick it up. <laughs> um, but that's all I want to talk about that. In terms of, you know, inspiring people, you know, that leap, it's hard, right? I mean, it's, 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 you have to make that conscious decision to move forward and do things that are uncomfortable. Absolutely. Uh, and that's hard. Um, but oftentimes when you think of some of the most amazing things that have happened in life, they're often preceded by these really hard moments. You know, for me, it was when I got let, let go, laid off, and then I discovered this world of online business. And if you're in a down period of your life, it's okay because you know what? That often is a sign that something amazing is about to happen. As long as you take that action that's required, it's gonna take bold action, it's gonna be scary, but you know what? That sign, that resistance is actually a sign. 
that what it is that you're thinking of doing or that next step that you're taking is actually worth taking because there's always something amazing on the other end. So that's what I would encourage you to do. And that's actually what I do now. You know, I put myself in situations where I get freaked out because I know that that puts me in an awesome situation on the other end. I'm proud of myself for overcoming those challenges, but more than that, it just allows me to grow as a person, as a father, as a business owner. Um, so I always look, I always look for those challenges now. I, I don't stay away from them, I go toward them. So you should do the same thing, and if you're there, awesome. You're at, you're at bat, swing away. Thank you so much, Pat. And to, to piggyback on that, if I didn't take that jump, and do what I needed to do to get the podcast up and get through six interviews, I would not have had the ability to sit here (laughs) talking to you today. And so, guys, please go out and take action. Follow Pat on smartpassiveincome.com. Subscribe to his his podcast um, and get some knowledge from Pat. Thank you so very much. Thanks, man. For being on this episode today. I appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Well, that's it, guys. Thanks again for listening to this episode of the Trailblazers podcast. I hope you'll support Pat by getting a copy of his new book. I'll post links to it in the show notes page at tbpod.com slash episode four. Hey, if you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and leave us an honest review on iTunes and please follow us and hit me up on Instagram and Twitter. Our handle is at tbpod. Thanks so much for listening today. Now go make today great.